Welcome. This is the Life Habits Podcast Series, and my name is Carl Vradenberg. This is episode eight in the series, and the title for this installment is Authentic Parenting. It's a topic that I think is relevant to people who have kids and are parents, as well as those who may not, uh, to understand and work with others who do, as well as uh, those who may be uh, at a time in their lives where they haven't yet had uh, children, but do plan to. Let me start off, as we often do, with some quotes, uh, and there's some really good ones uh, to choose from on this topic of parenting. So let me just read you a few. Uh, the first one is from Bill Cosby, uh, which goes like this, No matter how calmly you try to referee, parenting will eventually produce bizarre behavior. And I'm not talking about the kids. Their behavior is always normal. Here's a Chinese proverb. Parents who are afraid to put their foot down usually have children who step on their toes. Here's a quote from P.J. O'Rourke. Everyone knows how to raise children, except the people who have them. And lastly, here's an anonymous quote from a parent. Parents who are always giving their children nothing but the best usually wind up with nothing but the worst. Some interesting thoughts, and I think a lot of people have views on parenting. Uh, I have a list of 10 um, ideas that I'm going to provide you in this uh, this installment. But before I get into those, I just wanted to give you a little bit of uh, background as well. Uh, I'm a parent myself of uh, four uh, children that range in age. Well, the, the ages are, are uh, just about 19, a boy of 19, uh, a girl of uh, uh, 15, just about 16, uh, a uh, boy of 10, and a boy of 7 years old. So good range, and uh, both uh, girls and boys. And I wanted to uh, sort of reflect a little on my own sort of experiences and also rely on, uh, as I always do, insights of others, both written uh, and uh, verbal, uh, over the years. I wanted to also just uh, reflect on uh, observation that before I became a parent, uh, my brother who had his uh, children, uh, or started having their children before we started ours, um, I would uh, come and visit them when I was single and uh, not with uh, kids and I would just be filled with advice. I knew exactly what uh, what they were doing wrong and uh, what they should be doing uh, right and uh, an interesting experience happened to me uh, with regard to those views and that is that uh, I had children and the experience was one of being somewhat humbling, but also really just getting much more context and much more experience with uh, what it's really all about. And I think from a distance, it's, uh, it may look easy, may also look harder than it uh, is, but uh, when you actually are in the depths of it uh, is when you really get the, uh, the real insight. So what um, I wanted to capture here uh, in this overall series where we're looking at uh, uh, optimizing your life and improving uh, life habits uh, and trying to stay sane in this crazy world. I wanted to 
tackle this particular topic because it's an uh, incredibly important one. We've talked about a number of other top topics in this series, um, both sort of personal growth and uh, some things having to do with with uh, careers and career uh, strategies and planning uh, and general approaches to a variety of different types of situations. But the one that we haven't really talked about other than tangentially was the one of parenting and the one that uh, I'd like to actually uh, talk about with regard to authentic parenting. What I mean, I mean by that is really uh, getting to the heart of what uh, are the most important things to consider, which things are extraneous and not uh, as important, and really to uh, enjoy the life of a parent. And there's huge uh, enjoyment uh, that's certainly possible. And, uh, and also to avoid some of the uh, pitfalls that uh, will happen, uh, but also to have an approach to uh, addressing those as well. So let's start down the list of 10. The first uh, one is life balance. I've talked about this before in previous uh, podcasts on a variety of other topics, but again, it's, it's very, very important here. And what I mean by that in this case is to really balance your life with regard to um, what is considered kids time, what is considered adults time. Also uh, balancing the view of um, the career that you might have and uh, balancing the importance of it and the importance of family and that's often flipped around uh, with regard to, especially for men, uh, where they uh, put more emphasis on the thinking and the planning and the strategies and the uh, tactical uh, approaches to dealing with you know issues at work uh, and not put enough uh, attention into the same uh, kinds of items with regard to their role as a parent and also uh, often not uh, glean the benefits either of uh, what is uh, possible uh, in being a parent and uh, may not be uh, devoting essentially as much time as they should to uh, family uh, versus uh, work and uh, it's often uh, flipped around for uh, women uh, in the sense that uh, if they're uh, stay-at-home uh, mothers uh, that there's uh, too great a balance of focus on parenting and not enough balance with other uh, items and not other uh, areas of of, uh, of focus and uh, of course that can also work into one another in terms of the uh, if uh, the men are actually focusing more on work and the stay-at-home moms let's say uh, are uh, are focusing mo uh, mostly on the family uh, that can work, but uh, it's also uh, not necessarily the best uh, for either in terms of overall uh, optimal balance. And women who work, it's still uh, the case for most studies that I've read that show that uh, women still do more, uh, much more, than men uh, in dealing with uh, both you know, housework as well as uh, dealing with, um, with the kids and the whole parenting role. And uh, and that that again is is uh, is out of balance, and uh, my own experience is such that when you really do have balance in these areas, there's amazing uh, insight, there's amazing enjoyment, uh, and amazing depth of life experience if uh, you really balance these items as well. Uh, so the other thing that I was saying about balance was <coughs> kids' time versus adults' time. 
and that is that uh, also very importantly seeing there there to be a, a a true demarcation point for example where you know kids have a certain have a certain bedtime depending on their age obviously um, <clears throat> and that um, before that time you have really some dedicated time to uh, spend doing uh, things with your kids uh, but there's also a designated time for adults and that kids are are uh, of that view and are, are really respect that differentiation as well uh, including <coughs> when adults are speaking for example uh, that it's uh, clear that um, the kids not uh, interrupt uh, uh, but also vice versa if they are uh, talking as well but it's really a distinction between um, realizing that your life isn't entirely just your kids or your uh, role in life o isn't only as a parent but it's a variety of other roles as well and that uh, again when there's appropriate life balance uh, that can actually work very very well and if it gets out of balance that can be the root cause of a number of problems that are uh, uh, that can tend to pervade a number of aspects of life and so uh, life balance is number one uh, number two is uh, fostering good self-esteem my view and a lot of the research shows this as well one of the most effective things that you can give your kids as a parent is their validation of themselves feeling good about themselves feeling good about what their capabilities are uh, what they are as people their appearance their their everything about them uh, and uh, this is really validation of the of them as people so that they can feel comfortable in virtually any situation uh, there's so many people that find themselves not being effective in the role in the various roles in life if they have low self-esteem that can lead to you know uh, all kinds of, of of problems but including not having uh, people living up to their potential because they're uh, they themselves don't think that they're uh, as good as they actually are and so uh, that can often lead to suboptimal you know career directions suboptimal relationships in the future so one of the most important things uh, despite everything else that you might be thinking in terms of being a parent I feel very very strongly believe in the importance of fostering good self-esteem number three is the concept of um, a parent being a manager uh, or focusing on management versus the relationship I think that um, especially when you get to get to having a, a busy household or you can have a busy household with only one child as well but uh, uh, more children makes this even more um, uh, a, a challenge and that is that uh, a number of parents uh, can very easily fall into uh, the trap of being the manager of the house meaning uh, focusing constantly on the mechanics of hurry up we have to get going finish your breakfast get uh, uh, you have to get to bed now come on it's late you know that kind of a, a, a focus or you know for that that's with younger kids with somewhat older kids the the focus might uh, constantly be on well you know uh, uh, you know are you getting a job are you you know where 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 is this at did you do this did you clean up your room that kind of stuff and while some of that is obviously important uh, to keep things rolling uh, it's also extremely important to uh, realize that you also need to be 
developing and fostering and enjoying a relationship with your kids as a parent as well and uh, kids would will respond I think very differently as well that if they have a parent that is nothing doing nothing but um, trying to manage their lives and it's a, and, and that uh, to them it's let's say more important whether their you know uh, room is clean or they um, you know got into the car to get to, to school in time uh, versus um, what they uh, may actually have on their mind that may actually be slowing them down or uh, because they've got some worry, uh, something that's really uh, bothering them. Uh, uh, and uh, as a parent, if you don't really pursue you know, that and you're only dealing with the somewhat superficial, uh, then you're losing the opportunity for uh, both developing that relationship and also resolving, you know, that problem or, or also even celebrating that uh, uh, accomplishment if there is in fact something uh, greater depth there as well. So you really want to make sure that you balance again um, management versus relationship building as your uh, role as a parent. Number four is a responsibility. Uh, I firmly believe in um, the role of a parent is to help to um, have kids develop the sense of responsibility and of course this uh, again ranges over different age uh, groups uh, that kids may um, be at but it's essentially a graduated focus but there's a notion here of uh, it's quite appropriate for uh, kids to be doing you know chores uh, they're not going to do them uh, really well the first time and so you want to be really careful about uh, being too demanding uh, early on especially uh, and they are not going to see it as important as you do um, at first at least and, uh, and and even over time but it's it's really more a matter of trying to build in some level of appropriate linkage some tr true uh, instantiation and internalization of the importance of responsibility uh, even quite early in life and I think one of the ways to do that is through uh, assigned chores and also I'm um, actually a firm believer in linking things like uh, allowance uh, to uh, the carrying out of chores and and uh, other responsibilities this is a case where you know in life uh, most people uh, have to do certain types of things to uh, earn a living uh, if they do a good job on it they can also tend to uh, make more money uh, and if they uh, don't do a good job they don't get as much money or may get fired and while you don't want to quite run your home that way I think there are some healthy lessons in instantiating those kinds of ideas uh, for quite early uh, as well that there's a, a notion that there's some linkage between um, the kids doing something that helps the rest of the family and for example cleaning up their own room and a linkage to uh, some reward you know whether it's uh, money or whether it's uh, time you know screen time as I call it the, any time on any game systems or, or uh, uh, movies television that kind of thing uh, whatever you think might work uh, best uh, it's really sync, uh, setting up a, a linkage there and again you need to still watch as you do that that you're not spending all of your time again going back to the last item I mentioned about the distinction between management versus relationship uh, building you don't want to be spending all of your time uh, uh, running your uh, family uh, 
by having people do uh, the kids do stuff and 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 monitoring the quality of what they're doing and then and and uh, determining how much you know uh, reward they get for that. But uh, it it's it's not it's it shouldn't be an uh, an overburdening uh, kind of uh, effort. Uh, but it is important, I think, to uh, have some notion of building in the notion of responsibility. That that also goes for uh, expecting, you know, older kids to uh, feel some responsibility for you know, their younger kids, and and uh, it's been my experience as well that uh, having the older uh, kids look after younger kids uh, is something that, while that's also useful, you know, to the, par- to the parent, it builds a level of not only responsibility but actually skill building uh, with having. Uh, uh, or older, like teenage girls and boys, but actually look after uh, younger kids, uh, really build some level of expertise and some level of skills in uh, in dealing with uh, with, with younger uh, kids. And also, actually, uh, I think uh, leads to greater appreciation, too, of both um, the, the younger kids uh, as well as um, what the an appreciation for what the role of the parent uh, is all about as well that this isn't uh, really as easy all of the time as it may appear if you only see it from a kid's point of view. So that's uh, responsibilities number four. Number five is giving kids space to learn for themselves. Uh, it's sometimes the case that I find that that uh, parents uh, over schedule everything. <clears throat> you know they're going to a different event every night. There's a uh, uh, you know, there's instruction for 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 everything uh, uh, blocked almost the entire <clears throat> day, and what uh, uh, and while there's obviously some you know significant value in some amount of that, I think you can overdo that, and I think that that it's uh, useful to let uh, let kids learn you know for themselves. Also, especially especially too, where there are instances where uh, you don't want to. Try to provide an environment that never ever allows your kids to fail. You know, some sometimes I find that that uh, and there's a desire there as a, as a parent. I think never to have your kids, you know, fail at something or or um, you know you try to uh, soften the blow for everything. I'm not at all suggesting that you set it up so that they get uh, that kind of experience. Uh, but there are times I think when you can also step back and say, you know. I think they really need to learn this for themselves. I mean, they really need to have the basics. They really need to, but they've also ha- have to. And, I, and this go, goes uh, um, more and more over time. It's also the part, and the role of the parent to sort of step back more as kids get older as well, and giving them more space. And that's what what this is about as well. That there are instances where you're gonna um, find that they've done something that you think, oh man, but they actually having that experience could possibly be the 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 best lesson that they could have had and that you could have pontis- pontificated for uh, forever and ever on a topic that would never have as powerful an influence as as having a a particular negative experience but of course you want to guard against you know really serious negative experiences you don't want to have that happen um uh, but there are are uh, uh, i think instances where you really want to uh, not be so over controlling and really let uh, kids learn for themselves as well. Number six is develop shared interests and then do those interests with your kids, whether this is a you know a hobby uh, with a, whether this is a particular skill, whether this is a a um, um, 
a sport uh, or some you know some music uh, uh, sort of interest uh, get get some things that uh, uh, your kids uh, really can uh, do together uh, with you uh, and and you know part of this thing is is a matter of of understanding each other better also it's a matter of spending some good quality time together as well so there again it's one of those cases where you know there's many parents that uh, are carting kids around from here and there just to take them to various events but they don't necessarily do those events together you know with them and uh, I think that it's actually quite important to develop you know some shared uh, interests uh, and where you do those uh, both in when kids are younger and then also you're set by uh, being able to do them when they're older you know as well so it's it's really just spending some uh, it's overused word quality time but uh, it really is again those instances where you're uh, as I talked about earlier uh, trying to not just manage all the time but also uh, really develop relationships <coughs> one of the best ways to you know, develop a relationship is obviously to have a shared interest in uh, in a particular uh, topic a particular hobby uh, etc number uh, seven is set limits and be firm about them uh, sometimes find the case that there's a uh, a level of permissiveness that is uh, that is around uh, uh, where um, where there really aren't any limits and there's no <coughs> you know bedtime bedtime sort of really really flexible and and uh, rules are are uh, uh, hard to find uh, in a family and as uh, one of the quotes that I said off the top you know got to that uh, often if that's the case then uh, you get less than desirable results uh, even though you may think that you're being a really good parent and this is often the case I think with parents who um, consider themselves to be their child's friend as opposed to you know mother or father and while there are times when that's quite appropriate as I was saying, or saying earlier about you know we're doing shared interests and stuff you can truly really be working in those instances as 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 real partners and as friends but there are times when you have to be the parent you have to set the uh, the rules and you have to be firm about them and you'll also notice that uh, that kids respond extremely well to that and 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 uh, almost every, any age uh, that there's a and I've experienced this even you know with my older kids that where um, where you think the desire would be uh, realistically to you know not have any, any rules at all I think there's a there's an appreciation again that there still are some limits and that there still are some parameters around which the uh, uh, you know parent really has some insight to 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 uh, guide uh, what might be uh, might be best uh, and uh, it and kids respect it you know wanting to to have some level of of, of uh, you know restriction and and uh, uh, limits but might also just mention though that you know overdoing this can be really bad as well I mean there's lots of instances where I've seen parents that have so many rules that you know kids will do anything to to uh, burst out of uh, that situation and and there be uh, you know unconstrained so you know it's often the, the case that the kids that are the most you know, uh, uh, not allowed to to do any number of things, and then uh, they shock, uh, you know, the whole community by doing some things that are just outrageous, um, because they just couldn't wait to, you know, get out of that situation. So again, getting back to my number one 
idea and suggestion of balance. This again is one of balance, but it's really, really important, I think, still to, at all levels, think what's appropriate for setting limits and then uh, sticking to your guns about what those limits are. Number eight is establishing a clear set of values and modeling them. This is this notion that um, you won't always be there as a parent to tell your kids, you know, what's right or wrong and what, uh, in cases where it's not really clear, but you want to let them have the appropriate sort of skills and judgments to make the right decisions when they're faced with situations that uh, that are unanticipated or ones that you want, uh, won't always be there for. And the best way to, I think, prepare kids for that is to develop uh, really clear values within your family of what things are really important and what things, you know, may not be as uh, as important and uh, might be important to others but isn't as important to your own uh, family. To really have that, you know, set down. And that can be anything from you know, if you really are in a in a, a religious or sort of uh, environment where uh, that's that's you know what's really important to you, uh, then uh, there's all kinds of great you know values and and guidance uh, there. Um, if uh, if you're not uh, in that um, kind of context, there are still lots and lots and lots of uh, additional. Uh, uh, you know, uh, guidance as well that you can, you know, provide. And a lot of this comes back down to, you know, just thinking, and again, it's getting back to the title, authentic parenting. What what do you feel in your heart is the right thing? What 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 really is something that, that you think is really important that, you know, everybody in society should really be doing? And whether, whether or not it's directly linked to some other system of values, like I said, religious one or even just legal one or whatever, it, it really comes down to... Um, what is really important uh, to your family, what you value. Uh, and and as a result, when uh, your kids get into a situation where they've got to make a judgment call, uh, they won't necessarily uh, have to rely on the, well, what's the rule here? Or, you know, should I do this or not? Or, you know, is anybody looking? You know, it'll really be based on um, if you've done a good job and you've built, built a really good authentic relationship with your kids, that uh, they would, uh, they would, you know, look deep down into themselves and into the values that have been instilled um, by you as parents and in the overall milieu of the family. And that would then um, uh, direct the behavior and the decision making at that time. So I think it's again a really important item. And, and the, the, the second part of this one <coughs> is modeling these values. This is something that uh, I think is extremely important in and of its own right, that um, we can have various views and only, you know, verbalize them, you know. And if, but if we don't model, meaning that we don't behave or we, uh, uh, that it's obvious to uh, to our kids um, uh, that we carry out those same values in a in a particular way that they can see, then uh, uh, simply saying them or or laying them out as values, you know, is kind of empty. So, uh, and and even this is even beyond sort of values. This is you know if you if you believe that that. Um, you know, being confident in what you do in life is really important. Well, model that, you know, so that the situations that you're in, that your kids are actually there and viewing you, that they see that. 
you know if you're you're comfortable you know if you want to instill uh, some level of comfort in your kids in public speaking well have your kids actually hear, hear you and see you uh, in that situation and not only just be doing that at work for example your kids never see that you know uh, if you believe that uh, uh, being uh, active and fit uh, is really really important that that's really important uh, as, a, as a value within your your family well if you only you know go off to the gym uh, uh, yourself and your kids never see you um, being active and fit <laughs> then uh, it'll have much less power than if you uh, if they do actually uh, see you do that and that also goes for other items of value you know where you know if you're if you're talking about uh you know that a fundamental quality of of say honesty is really important to your to your family your family's values and uh you say those words but you uh act in ways that are really counter those to those words um the way you act will end up being much more powerful than the words that you actually have been uh, saying so the notion of establishing a set of values and then very importantly modeling them and and being consistent in your modeling of them as well is uh is pretty important number nine is uh, keeping tabs on age-appropriate rules. I've sort of mentioned this all along uh, in the various other items that we've talked about thus far. But this really comes down to um, really uh, check-marking, and it might actually be appropriate to even think of this at at, uh, a kid's birthday, um, to give it some thought uh, as to what might be appropriate now. what can they do now that they uh, shouldn't you know are allowed to do now that they weren't allowed to before you know what should their bedtime be now you know um what what should their curfew be if it's like uh, teenagers and that sort of thing um it's 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 my experience that you know you can get so involved in all kinds of things in life including you know just your regular parenting work that um you get set in your ways and and uh and don't necessarily step back and think hey wait a minute you know my child's now you know this age maybe it's appropriate for me to back off a bit and you know maybe you need to be uh loosening up on on this rule or this uh, um, uh, curfew time or or whatever, and so uh, again, it, it's you get you know some credibility as a parent if you're um, being you know responsive and being you know understanding of of the ages that kids are getting to. You don't want to have the situation where where you're the parent that. Uh, um, you know of all the your kids friends that uh that yours yours your kids got the one uh, is the one that has the absolutely most outrageous uh, uh rules that they still need to uh, uh comply with uh when in actual fact it's just simply that you didn't give it enough thought to uh, to know what would was was age appropriate of course you can't also rely entirely on what your kids are saying about what the uh um what the other kids' uh, rules are, because uh, some of the time that's not reliable either. You know, everybody else is uh, allowed to do this, and why can't I? That kind of line. Um, but it, it fundamentally is the case that uh, um, that you need to uh, occasionally uh, step back and think. You know, what is actually uh, appropriate and like. And and now that I've mentioned that, you know, but not necessarily always being able to rely on. You know what uh, what what's said about kids. I wanted to also just make the point that I think if you've done all these other things that we talked about, and also the the notion of the um, you know the the uh, 
building a good relationship and really establishing uh, values. Uh, I think you can get to a level of, of honesty, I believe, at any age, including you know the troubling uh, years that many people uh, experience as parents during uh, the teenage uh, years. And uh, but, but my experience is that uh, if you've done a lot of these other things, you really do get a level of of trust uh, with your kids that uh, that you can actually rely on uh, what they're you know telling you if you really are saying asking them to be honest with you. So number ten of this uh, top ten list that are put together uh, for authentic parenting is to tell your kids that you love them and to show it you know regularly. Uh, you can you know some of the time not really like their behavior and you can also tell them that um, but you can always love them right uh, and it's really uh, important to watch your language and your behavior especially if you're getting really agitated you know reminded of the Bill Cosby quote uh, off the top um, there are some situations I think as a parent that you get yourself into where you can get pretty upset you know this is a, this is a tough job some of the time and you have to sort of watch what you see, uh, what you say, and what you do. And one of the things that uh, I feel is extremely important is that you focus on, you know, if 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 it's a situation where something bad has happened, uh, you focus on the fact that the bad uh, instance of the of the thing that happened. Um, is bad behavior it was a bad judgment call it was a uh, an error a mistake but it's uh, uh, but it's not that they themselves the kids are bad right uh, I cringe when parents you know uh, uh, start to uh, talk about that you are bad as opposed to the bad behavior just you just uh, exhibited uh, was bad so so you can so you cannot like um, some behaviors or things that your kids uh, do but uh, I think it's important to always um, verbalize and show you know that that you love them which also some of the time that isn't just a matter of saying it it's also in, you know, uh, being able to discern that, you know, this one thing that they really want to do is really important to them. This is incredibly important, let's say, you know, whatever the, the, the instance might, might be. Uh, but let's say it's against some of your rules that you stated uh, that, that I mentioned uh, earlier. Uh, but you know in this case that this is so important to them, you know. Um, you can really show them that you love them if you really get a good understanding of what what is really really important to them and it, an instance like that to say okay this time yeah forget about the rule but yeah go ahead you know uh, and and that itself is really building that level of relationship that level of trust that level of authentic linkage between you and your kids so that's the uh, top 10 list for authentic parenting. Typically wrap up these uh, sessions by also suggesting that you take uh, one of these uh, items that uh, I had on the list today, one of the ten, and uh, give it some thought, give all of them some thought. Uh, and Some of them might be self-evident to you, some of them you know, might be um, insightful and things that uh, you haven't thought about quite like that in the past. You might want to take one of these 
And for next week, the week that's coming up, uh, take one of them and think, you know, I want to fo focus on that. Whether it's, you know, changing the balance of management versus relationship as a as a parent, um, the notion of responsibility, the notion of uh, uh, fostering uh, good self-esteem. Of course, you have to really also realize that, uh, and I was going to suggest, is that give that one thing some some uh, focus, you know, this week and and uh, not, don't try to do everything at once. And what I was just going to say is that uh, also uh, realize that this isn't just you, right? A lot of the other sessions that we go through here in the uh, Life Habits podcast series, I'll be making a suggestion to take one of the suggestions of you changing the way that you um, you behave. And a lot of the time, that's entirely just up to you. And so you could just choose that for the week and go do it and go headlong into whatever that is. Uh, but in this topic of parenting, th this this is really a two-way street, and this isn't just you. And so uh, also, if you're going to go and change your parenting style in any of the ways that I've talked about during uh, this session, I would also suggest that you keep in mind that this uh, takes two or takes more than two, depending on how many kids you have. And, uh, and then uh, uh, realize that you need to be doing some of these things more gradually, too. But I truly do believe that if you um, try to live by these 10 items that I've listed uh, today, and I do on a regular basis, I regularly truly go through this list and try to live by this. doesn't mean that I always do, but it's, uh, it's really up there as the, uh, as the, the goal. Uh, and if you do uh, go uh, along the lines of these ideas that you truly will be um, acting like and experiencing the benefits of being an authentic parent. With that, if you have any uh, feedback on this or any other ideas of what you'd like me to cover in this series, feel free to uh, write to me at uh, lifehabits at gmail.com. You can also go to the uh, site, the uh, lifehabits.podbean.com and provide a comment there or rating there as well. And I uh, appreciate your uh, feedback. And with that, that's the end of this session, and we'll talk to you all next time. Bye for now.